Hello and welcome to Can't Stand the Heat, Get Out of the Kitchen, the podcast where we try and make it down to the hot ones. That is the guys who can take the heat, baby. I'm Spencer Crittenden. And if you're just joining us in this last episode, we have recently kicked off a contestant, Jeff Davis, for not being able to take the heat. <laughs> but I'm here and I'm here with, uh, I guess, our winner. Because I'm the host, actually. You know, I'm not. I'm not competing. But uh, uh, Kevin Day, everybody. Hey, everybody. I, I I knew I was gonna win deep down. I think I think the people at home knew I was gonna win. I knew I was the fan favorite. So I'm 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 glad to be back. Sorry, Jeff, you didn't make it. Uh, maybe one day you'll come back. And if you were on the Reddit thread, great news. Jeff's tour has the summer off from July 24th through until September 7th. How many times do you think he'll visit the show? If you were in the betting pool, then congratulations to Kyrgyzstan, who said exactly once he will tell a story about drinking too much and almost hooking up with a 22 year old. It's going to be awesome. So I, I don't remember the story about a 22 year old, but I think he's the this person is the only person that guessed that Jeff would be on once in that period, and that turned out to be accurate. So you know, congratulations, um, Kevin. will send you. Uh, well, let's just say, in a month, month and a half, maybe you'll open your mailbox, and there will be Primo Air that that Kevin has sent immaculately in his magical envelopes that are that are also composed of magical force in D&D there's a concept called force but the force will have just dissipated upon opening the uh what the fuck am I doing who cares who gives a shit Jeff's not here what are we even doing why are we here man well what's 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 up with you Kevin uh not much really I you know it's it's not as hot here as it is is for you guys so I'm I'm feeling pretty pretty good about that um my, my choice to live in Chicago was a good one Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought about moving to LA and I'm, I'm glad I didn't now, you know, it's what's, what's the temperature there right now? Well, I'm going to push back a little bit. I, I'm not so sure it is hotter, uh, here than it is where you live. <laughs> I'm sure your place is hotter. No. Okay. And so now it's time to come to the test. Uh, the last time I checked the temperature, which was in my car because I have this car thermometer and who knows how accurate it is. I don't know because it's like, where's the thermometer? Is it inside the glass? Is it outside the glass? Is it made of metal? You know, where is it? I don't know. And if you know where the, uh, temp- uh the, the thermometer on a 2017 Honda CRV is, you know, write us in, write the show. But, uh, yeah, it, it said it was one Oh six. Um, so, I'm, I'm sure it's cooled off a little bit there. So is it what is it hotter or are you full of shit as always? <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at my thermometer right now. It says it's 67 outside. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, you've got probably a good 40 degrees on me, but it's, there goes it's, lion Kevin lying again, just trying to win another argument. That's the thing about Kevin is he's always trying to win arguments. That and I won't shut up. Yeah. 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 Man, I really had to give it to you last week. Uh, it was rough going, um, but but yeah, I don't know what's what's your life been like. There's really nothing been going on. Is it, my life has been quiet? Um, mm-hmm. I've been getting some work done. I've been just just chilling with my family. You know, um, the only excitement I really have in my life is on Sundays when I do the show with you and uh, the other shows yeah excitement that makes sense uh you know i'm kind of a little body sure yeah 
I'm kind of a homebody too, except I like to drive around a lot. Um, because I have a problem. What I'm trying to do is uh, accelerate global warming. You see, it's really important to me that I get out there and do my part. And you know, if I'm not driving, sometimes I'll just, uh, you know, light gas on fire. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been hot, uh, which is fine. But I don't know. In LA, this is you know, in LA, then this is all supposition. I don't know how accurate this is, but um. It gets hotter and hotter um, and it gets hotter later. Like from my perspective, since I've been young growing up here, the seasons seem that they're future shifting, like like it, it starts getting warm later in the spring. It starts getting it, it stays hot longer into into fall and stuff. And that's kind of my perception. I don't know what the reality is, but another perception that I have is uh how the summer ends is there's usually one of the biggest heat waves of the summer and then it starts cooling off and then there's at least another heat of really sustained heat where it's like oh is it cooling off i guess summer's ending and then it's like no it's not there's another fucking hottest week of your life and then after that it starts cooling off so i don't know if this is the last gasp of it or if this is the uh you know, the, 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 the faint, the fake, the fake hotening. Um, so I'm not, I'm not super sure. Um, talking about the weather, exciting stuff, but Hey, you know, it's global warming. We're all going to die. I have, I'm lucky enough to have central AC, which is very nice in this kind of weather. I've lived in apartments without central AC and it's not, uh, it's not great without central AC, but with central AC, it really starts testing the limits of the ac like like when it gets to the hottest high it's like man it's like i mean right now i don't know how hot it is i would say it's close to 80 which was maybe normal for you guys but our apartment is usually um like sub 70 most of the time because i like to keep it cold because you know i have air conditioning so you know i'm gonna use it you know it's important to me to flex on the haters um i don't know here's the thing kevin do you have any rituals when you go to hotels yeah turn the ac way down uh mm. look for anything disgusting in the bathroom before i get too settled um and then just flop down on the bed and order some uber eats or something like that what, what, what yeah, are yours I will go to the corner where that chair is. You know how there's always that one like kind of softer chair as opposed to like the desk chair. Yeah. And I'll move it out of the way and then I'll just take a huge piss right in the corner. <laughs> um, I just, you know, it's, it's, it's my hotel. I'm renting it and this is how I prove that. No, but yeah, I crank the ICC as high as it'll go or cold as it'll go rather um, just to see, because I don't know, to me, it's a kind of interesting. It's not really that interesting, is it? But it's just interesting to go to a hotel and see like, oh, they've like locked out their AC at 65. Oh, they've locked it out at 69. <laughs> That's the funny number, um, you know, One of but my trick is to always Google the model number or the thermostat to figure out how to unlock it. Cause it's usually like hold down two buttons at the same time for like 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. And then it turns on, they usually call it VIP mode, where if you wow. have like a, a guest that's spending a lot of money, they can control the thermostat, I guess. Mm -hmm. So you turn that on and then you can do whatever you want. 
That's so Kevin. That's so Kevin. That's our segment of the show where Kevin uh, really leans into what we know of him as a character. Um, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, that's even smarter than me. It makes me feel inadequate. But hey, that's okay. It's important to uh, recognize that I'm not that great. You know, I'm just uh, chosen by luck, you know, and Kevin deserves to be in my spot and I deserve to be in Kevin's spot with a house and a wife (laughs) uh no um but no that's actually really smart that's cool i haven't even thought of that but are there other things are there you know that's like a thing a service mode or whatever that other appliances and machines have is that is that something that you do with other devices or is that like an air conditioning when i was a kid we used to go to uh our college had an arcade it also had like vending machines and um in the off season like there were still those were usually open in the college but like no one was ever at the college or very few people so we would go and like fuck around and fuck shit up like my my like we would try different hacks that we saw online that were almost certainly all like fake like um or at least were very specific then we they didn't work on our specific machines but one of the things we tried <laughs> was we put salt in water to make electrolyte fluid and then we pour that in the coin slot of a soda machine in the hopes of like activating whatever sensor or something you know and and try and get free soda it didn't work we tried to put the machines into service mode didn't work <laughs> like nothing we tried to do so many things it all didn't work uh i don't think it destroyed the machines in the short term at least like you would think a lot of this stuff would like completely fuck something up but it didn't the machines mostly functioned they just didn't give us any free uh stuff but are there other machines that you've uh that you've fucked with like this or service moded i mean the, the the one that jumps out to me is that a lot of elevators not all but a lot like if you want to just skip to a specific floor without mm-hmm. it stopping other floors not picking up more people or anything if you press and hold the door close button and hold that down then press the floor you want to go to yeah some elevators will just skip straight to that floor what's that elevator company that does that that's associated with a specific elevator company the most although that's not the other only one it works for i cannot remember right now um otis i think those are otis elevators that do that that might be yeah yeah um i've done that too uh it's worked sometimes it's not worked other times but in a hotel setting basically anytime i have the opportunity and the wherewithal i will do that just because it's like hey look how cool i am i know this this trick about elevators you know Uh, i know another elevator button which is if you're lonely you can actually but uh press the button that looks like a fire helmet and, and it'll come to visit you yeah exactly and people they have they're legally required to show up uh one time again when we were fucking around in the the thing that people don't know about that elevator button is that it often stops the elevator from from moving and it won't start back up it, it doesn't always do that but it often does and then it often is wired to calling the actual fire department <laughs> Um, and so again, one time we were in an elevator at, at the college that I grew up next to, I grew up next to Moore park college. It was a neat community college. It had a zoo. And, um, in the morning you'd be able to hear the lion roaring and you would also be able to hear this crazy monkey that, uh, had this very specific call and he would call out and it was like a whoop, 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 and it was this very specific, very, and that was like a bastardized version because my voice has uh 
cracked as a you know growing up i used to actually be able to nail it and do the screech but now i can't again so i'm not going to try it'll just be embarrassing and there's nothing more i hate than embarrassing myself while performing to debase oneself in a performance for comedy there's no truer low <laughs> it's not <laughs> because the thing is I, I this is comedy at the end of the day but i'm doing this to be cool it's not <laughs> It's not about funny. It's it's not about me being funny. It's about it's about being awesome and everyone respecting me. And and it's not about uh, showing any vulnerability or you know revealing to myself to be a, a human being or to lower myself for the sake of an audience because it's not about the audience. It's about me being awesome all the time. Uh, no, that is a problem um, where I'm like I should fucking. You know, I don't, I don't know what it is. I think it's just, uh, but, but it's definitely counter to comedy is to like, be like, nope, I'm in charge or I'm the coolest or I'm the smartest or I'm not, you know, I'm not bad. You know, it's, it's like a very anti-comedic instinct. I think it comes from just, I don't know. My identity was always like the smart kid. And when you're the smart kid, like when you don't know something or someone is like one upping you, that kind of like gets in the way of being seen as smart or whatever. I don't know. Who knows? I'm fucked up. It's great. I'm fucked up. We've had some weeks off. Um, well, first, let me just tell these three stories that I think will be a good, do a good job of explaining my life i don't know there's we have three stories you know this is american life this american life we have three stories for you the first one comes from mike berbiglia um but okay so who knows how long this will take this probably won't take that long <sighs> feel free to ask questions or uh you know be ira glass or whatever the fuck. so my headphones they broke um I have these gamer headphones that I bought for like three bucks years ago because I thought I could plug them into my PlayStation. I thought I could play PlayStation and, and talk to people. It didn't work. I don't know why. Um, it just it didn't work. If you plugged them into the controller, it would be headphones, but it wouldn't be a microphone, which they were supposed to be because I guess they just weren't compatible. I don't know. Maybe they were compatible with Xbox, but they also came with a, U a USB dongle for Wi-Fi or something just never worked at all. I, I don't even like it didn't work on a computer. It didn't work on an Xbox. It didn't work on a PlayStation. I have no I don't even understand like what the premise was uh, because the, the headphones didn't have batteries. So it's like, how are they talking to you like a Bluetooth uh, dongle or whatever? I don't know. But they were comfortable headphones and I, I used them on the computer and stuff. And one of the ears, the sound broke out and it was a bummer because they were really comfortable. They were nice over ear headphones with this pretty soft kind of cushion. And I would, when I was at the computer, I would kind of just put them on all the time. And when I was streaming on Twitch, I would wear them um, because I like, you know, I don't like noise pollution. I, most of the stuff I do with a quiet volume or with headphones because it's like, hey, why make noise if I cannot make noise? You know, why, why would I do this? Um, but so, but it got to the point where like, if I was just on the computer, I'd just be wearing these headphones. Um, because that's like, it felt like being on the computer and they were comfortable for whatever reason. They weren't like noise canceling, but just having them on was kind of nice. I guess they probably canceled a little bit of noise just by being shit over my ears. Who knows? Um, but it broke and it was a real bummer. And so, <laughs> so, 
what I do, this is this is the thing that I do is instead of like ordering something online, I was like, well, I'll go to Best Buy. And um went to Best Buy, all their headphones were either like ten dollars or like a hundred dollars and they were wireless and stuff. And it's like I don't want wireless headphones, just want to plug them in. And I don't want like super because I don't want to spend a hundred dollars on headphones. Um which is interesting. I mean, I guess it's not. Never mind. None of the stories and I'm done with the story. It's not interesting. No, but I so I went to Best Buy. I, I the, the only headphones that looked okay were like there's a ten dollar pair and a twenty dollar pair, and they had kind of like bigger ear cups. And I was like, maybe these are overhead earphones. I don't know. And so I bought both of them because I was like, well, it's only thirty bucks, and if one of them doesn't work, it's fine. And so I tried them both out, and they both sucked. And I was like, well, that's on me. That's my fault. I shouldn't have done that. And again, you know, it's like anyone would just buy them online. And so then I went online to like bestbuy.com where you can see if places have them in the store. And then I saw there was a $50 pair that was discounted to $30. That's these ones, um, which were basically kind of very similar to the ones I, I broke. Um, but, oh, wait, no, that's the last part of the story. Uh, this is a great story and you can't tell it out of order. Um, memento style. Jesus Christ. I'm talking so much and I'm going to keep going. Um, but so, but so what I tried to do was take the $20 pair of headphones and break off the, uh, parts like the actual sound, the speakers, I guess of the old headphones and like replace them with the new headphones. So I could keep the kind of headphone like headset and the ear cups that i liked about the broken ones because the ear cups were fine you know and um it took a long time and in that process somehow i managed to fix the broken ear but i was like it's not really fixed it uh it'll just break again and then i just like i i ripped it out of the actual housing or whatever and when i ripped it out it uh it broke for real and so like i had somehow fixed my headphones but I was like, no, I have to do this stupid thing that I'm trying to do. Um, and, and so then I broke them again. And, um, then I was like, well, this, this idea doesn't work. Like I can't fit the headphones into these things at all. And then, so then I was like, well, what if I remove the ear cups and I put them on the cheap earphones because it's just the ear cups that I care about. And so I tried that and then I was like, I could do that this way. But then I had to like glue them on and then just the way the ear, the new headphones worked, like they would be farther away from my ears and they were intended to operate. And so then that would, um, you know, then the sound would be super muted. And so then I was like, well, what if I do them this way, this other way where I just kind of stuck them over and just let friction kind of hold them together. And then I was like, that looks kind of right. And then I was like, Hey, I did it. I did the thing that I wanted. It wasn't the way I expected, but here it is. It's working. I got the, the big ear cups on these headphones, but they were like the opposite way. And then I was like, this is comfortable, but I think I was just convincing myself that wasting all this time was worth it. Um, and so then, uh, yeah, so I was wearing those for a couple of days and then I was like, this is really uncomfortable. And it doesn't even do the over ear thing like I wanted it to. It just kind of sucks. Um, and so then, then yeah, then I went back to the store and I got I I, I got these fifty dollar headphones for thirty dollars because they were on sale because all the big box stores are dying because for some reason they thought it would be a good idea to buy a bunch of bullshit and instead of like doing anything about it, they're like, 
let's just write articles about how customers are bad because they didn't buy the items that we thought we'd, they'd buy because we do a bad job stocking our fucking stores because that's why big box stores are dying because no one knows what anyone fucking wants everyone just can buy online because we don't have anything that people want um but you know hey their loss is my gain um and i got these and they're really good not these ones these are the ones that kevin got us for the podcast um but these ones are nice they have this metal thing to them and this like whenever you touch the metal thing it like it sounds when you're wearing them it sounds like someone is unsheathing a a sword next to your ears (laughs) and then when i hit um hit the wall when i'm like bending over or something they go like bang twing bang and it's like well i'm gonna like destroy my walls (laughs) but they are really comfortable and they're nice and they're definitely nicer than the headphones i got so you know that's that's the story and uh does that tell you anything about me story two um my cat i don't know why i'm telling this story this doesn't even fit in with the other stories my cat's been um she's had ibd for a while uh her ibd was a big problem because it was introduced like a really serious illness that could kill her and they're like and maybe it's caused by cancer and stuff and so we got to give her an ultrasound to see if she has ibd and then if you if we see that there's there's ibd on the ultrasound then we got to give her an endoscopy and an ultrasound is pretty cheap and an endoscopy is an obscene amount of money and and you only have to do that if the ultrasound shows anything up and i was like okay you know what if my cat has cancer that would be good to know and uh then so then they did that they're like oh yeah the ultrasound then now we need the endoscopy and i was like okay sure whatever you know because i'm i feel bad about my cat she's a great little cat and uh so they gave her the endoscopy and then they were like we didn't find anything in the endoscopy and i was like what like the whole reason you're doing that is to find very specific evidence to see like what was causing the IB, I, IBD like does she have cancer is she just allergically reacting to this food like what's causing it it's not if you didn't find anything then there's no reason to fucking do it and also it also kind of reveals that no it's actually more of a choice to do the endoscopy because we might not find anything at all you know and um the thing is it's it, the the way i was reading it online or something it's like if it's cancer it's not that it's not as bad just because it's like a pretty treatable form of cancer that you can treat with like medicine or something and if it is uh if it's not cancer then like there's another way to treat it but it's not like necessarily as curable it just like stays for forever and it's just like a lifelong condition i I think but because they wanted me to like pay for the endoscopy they like phrased it as if it was like the worst thing not the worst thing but like a terrible disease that's going to kill your cat and so like since that point i've been walking on eggshells like trying to trying to make sure my cat like gets all the vet care and stuff because i'm like well my cat's dying you know and all i can do is the best to avoid that but again if there's two causes and one of it's like medicine and then the other's not then you could like fucking like give them the medicine and see if that does anything and if it doesn't you go like it must be the other one like you don't i don't think you need an endoscopy i don't know i'm not a doctor i'm sure that pumping your vet full of chemotherapy poison or a cat is probably not a great idea whatever um but they that was what they ended up saying we should do and i was like but you do that without an endoscope you don't need to if she doesn't respond to the treatment then maybe it's the other one um but so then i've been just worried for like six months and then like later 
I like talked to the vet and I had to go to a specific vet because not all vets have the capacity to, and facilities to do an endoscopy and stuff. So I started seeing this other vet that's like an internal medicine expert. And uh, this was like at the height of COVID uh, restrictions, not COVID. I think we're currently at the height of COVID. Um, but um, so like you can't you, like the vet would come out and talk to you, but like you couldn't go in. You wouldn't talk to the vet when they were at the visit. It was all just like a black box that you couldn't enter you know and so then like six months later at some point the vets i, I was like well you know how long like what's gonna happen like what's her like prognosis you know and they're like oh no she could live with this this is very common like she could live with this her whole life and i was like what like that's not how it was phrased to me at any point up till now um what are you talking i've been freaking out feeling awful you know for for months and then it's just like yeah it's like but i spent so much money on nothing um and and so i don't know so i took my cat to the vet again recently oh well so i kept going to that vet and they lessened their covid policy you can go inside you don't even have to wear masks in the waiting room. But what they didn't change was you don't actually get to go into the vet or talk to the vet. The vet technician, you know, a vet technician who, as far as I'm concerned, is just a dude that bought scrubs at a fucking store. You know, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm sure this is insulting, but it just looks like a dude. He doesn't look like anyone who's like a vet. Um, and he comes and grabs the cat and they just run a bunch of tests that they charge you for and they don't like ask you about it because you're not you're not it's talking to a vet and they're not talking to you about what they want to do or whatever they just run a lot of tests which i can't even prove they made they, they're doing the tests i mean i'm sure they were but it's like i, I can't see I, I i haven't talked to anybody about what what tests and like i haven't talked to the vet and so then they just bring me the cow, cat out with a bill and they're like oh great and then like two days later the vet calls you or me well they call you actually kevin the vet calls you and and they're like yeah well the tests look good and i'm like but i don't know that you did the tests also what do you mean the tests look good didn't you look at the cat like the way she talks it made it sound like she didn't look at the cat she just talked to the vet technician without actually interacting with the cat at all and it's like what the fuck am i paying for you to look at tests that maybe didn't even get taken like what the fuck is even going on and and again you can go inside without a mask i always wear a mask but they'll let you do that and so it's like well then why can't i fucking talk to the vet it's just like this really weird thing and also i don't know when a, when a doctor calls you it's a very limited window of time to like remember what you want to say and it's not on your time because it's fucking whenever they have the time to call you so it's not like you're expecting the call and you have like a list of things that you want to ask about you know um so it like it catches you off guard and then you're just like oh okay bye and then it's like well wait i mean i could have had a whole vet visit of like conversations and stuff anyway so i i, I stopped I, I i transferred back to my my same vet who's been really great she's great and they were like oh you know well we could do all these tests but your cat seems fine um we just want to like she seems really healthy based on the tests that you got transferred over from the other vet and and then i was like what about this what about that and she's like well we could do this and we could do that we could give her vitamin b injections and i'm like i mean okay whatever but it's like all this stuff was optional but it's like i think she's kind of just fine but it's just like in the back of my mind like 
I still have this like baggage of, oh, your cat's dying, which was never true. It was just like someone told me that for some reason so they can like get me to spend a lot of money on the endoscopy and stuff, which a lot of people couldn't even afford. You know, a lot of people it's not that it's like a life care, like a life saving surgery or something, but if it was like for a lot of people that would be like, I guess you got to put, put them down, you know, because we can't put that together. So it's like, you know, for a lot of people, it wouldn't have even been a decision that they can make. But for me, it's like, it wasn't even mattered, but I just thought it did. Um, but so, so yeah, they, and then they're like, uh, yeah, your cat seems fine. Uh, but we should probably get her blood pressure checked. And I'm like, but she, everything looks fine now why why do we assume her blood pressure is not fine you know and so then they're like oh we could do we could do the blood pressure but she's probably really stressed out because she hates the vet so what we'll do is we'll have uh, a vet come over to your house and the vet will uh will take her pressure here and then she'll be less stressed and i'm like i mean okay whatever you're a fucking doctor um but but the thing about jason is whenever we have guests um she crawls up under the bed and she doesn't come out for like hours because she just can hear other people and she's like i'm not dealing with this so it's already like i I mean she she does freak out at the vet but it already is like she's not she is just as stressed when like a person comes out so i grab her and um, when the person comes in and she comes to the door and i let her in and then um jason is just like not having it she wants to be under the bed and then we're like okay so we're just gonna hold you down <laughs> and take your blood pressure we got to shave your leg put a thing around your leg and um yeah just hold you down and take your blood pressure because that's gonna make you more calm <laughs> if we did this at the vet it's also more money or whatever the fuck. i don't think it was a lot of money but all these tests and stuff that probably didn't need to happen because i got tested pretty recently anyway you know it just all adds up and uh and so Jason's freaking out. She's meowing. She's growling. Jason's not like combative like a lot of cats of the vet are, where they're like attacking and biting. But she just runs and she's evasive and she's like she's yowling and stuff when she's not having a good time. So it's it's not as bad as it could be, but it's still not great. And so we were just holding her down, and then um, she was like, she the the lady seemed pretty not bothered, but she was like, I don't know, she doesn't seem. <laughs> she's having a good time and i'm like yeah and she's like do you want to let her go for a while do you think that'll calm her down and i was like no i think they'll put her under the bed and then we gotta get her up from under the bed she was like maybe it'd be good to take a break and so i did she crawled under the bed and then i had to like like about 10 minutes later get her back out of the bed and uh do it again and then she was like blood pressure's fine it's like well what the fuck does that mean because she's clearly like really freaking out so her blood pressure is fine does that mean she's like has anemic or whatever like has low blood pressure or whatever but so but so yeah i don't know that that story didn't really go anywhere that was even worse both of these stories suck um but this is what i've been dealing with um but you know just just again like going through all this effort for no reason and it amounts to Oh, I think everything's fine. (laughs) It's like, what? You probably didn't have to do any of this. You're just spending money because you're a piece of shit, you know? Um, but, but so yeah, so Jason, she's doing fine. Um, I guess, I don't know. I am, I'm taking, the other thing is she has fleas. Um, 
which I didn't find out till the night before I took her to the vet. When she has fleas, she loses huge amounts of hair because that's like a really common reaction. Uh, I guess cats are allergic to uh, flies or flea saliva or whatever. So when they get flea bites, it makes make, and an allergic, a very common cat allergic reaction is to lose hair in, in isolated spots. Um, but so oh yeah another thing is the vet told me oh what you should do is you should change her diet to a, a select protein diet or whatever and um where their novel protein diet is what they call it where um where instead of using regular proteins they use uh proteins that the cat hasn't encountered before so like for instance ostrich meat or rabbit meat or kangaroo meat or something and um there's kind of two ways to go about that there's hydrolyzed food diets where I guess hydrolyzing is basically like chopping up the proteins really small. So it chops up the protein so small that it can't get an allergic reaction because I guess allergic reactions are reactions to proteins or something. Um, but hydrolyzed food is dry food. And if your cat has like uh, IBD and is prone to throwing up and stuff that can cause dehydration, which can be bad for their kidneys and liver. And so um, when your cat has IBD, they recommend wet food because that keeps them more hydrated and they don't make hydrolyzed uh wet food um also wet food has less gut reactivity which is what like contributes to cats throwing up ibd essentially means your cat throws up and we're calling it ibd um and a lot of cats throw up but apparently a lot of cats have ibd so i don't know i don't know what to believe because that's the other thing is like oh your cat has ibd does she or does she just throw up for other reasons maybe she's eating too fast you know who knows but i don't know but the the ultrasound it, it showed thickening in the intestine walls which implies that it is ibd not just throwing up who knows i don't fucking know um but the the fucking the thing about these the the selected protein diets is basically only like one or two companies makes them because they have to be made in really exacting standards because otherwise there's contamination and contamination is just as bad as not doing anything in the first place and so there's you can't buy them they're like really rare and um and and they're getting like they're getting a what do you call it scalped is that what you call it i guess scalped right um like right now on amazon is the only place you can buy it from this one source and they're selling a, a 60 dollars package of cat food for 500 dollars. and it's weird that my vet didn't know this because they're like hey do this diet it's not possible for you to do but you should switch your cat to this diet that, that you could never attain i don't know um someone in the comments apparently pointed out that grain-free food is good for cats because um grains aren't bad for cats um but cats can be allergic to grains or have insensitivities to grains and 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 that's another thing about ibd is it might not even be a disease it might just mean your cat is eating food they're allergic to and the way their body reacts is this thickening of the intestinal walls so that's not even like a disease that's being allergic to food that you're forced to eat every day which is crazy it's again that doesn't make it sound like oh this terrible illness it's just like oh she's eating bad food um but so yeah i got I, the thing is whenever you change a cat's food if you go too fast they get diarrhea which is horrifying to, to deal with and uh when my cat has diarrhea she uh likes to like get her asshole in things that it doesn't belong in um which just makes a big mess for me to clean up it's very gross uh, it's bad enough cleaning up cat vomit um i'll leave that there uh, but third story um i stream on twitch a lot 
and I do a podcast where streaming is a big part of it. And earlier this week, my upload speeds were really inconsistent. And when I say inconsistent, I mean my normal upload speed is 20 megabits per second. And what I was getting was between 0.5 megabits per second, which is basically nothing. And uh, at max, like six megabytes per se- megabits per second. And streaming requires you to have streaming on Twitch, at least. I don't know what it is on Zoom. Zoom probably has a lot of different options. I don't know. Zoom requires between seven and ten, or Twitch requires between seven and ten, depending on the the rate of your stream, whatever. Um, so that was a bummer because I really like streaming. It's fun. I basically only play video games when I'm streaming, which I don't know, is probably not good. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, that's what I do. So I called the company, the, the ISP spectrum. And I was like, okay, my internet's being shitty. And they're like, great, we'll restart your router. And I was like, I did that. And they're like, nope, you have to restart your router. It's important to us. Um, so I restarted my router and I was like, yeah, but before I called, I did that. And what would happen is the internet speed, the upload speed would go back up, but then it would drop back down over the course of a half hour to an hour back to really shitty levels. And, um, which to me, I don't know, it made it seem like it wasn't me. It made it seem like it was them doing something like it was the ISP. I don't know. Um, but so like, I was like, maybe they're throttling me. I don't know. Uh, but so, so I called them and they're like, okay, well, we recently changed over some stuff here. And so what we can do is we can reset the wire, the router signals that we're sending to your router, which is like, I don't know what the fuck that means. It might just be made up, but it sounds like a, a more crazy hard reset that they do on their end that I can't do on my end. Right. So I did that didn't work. But again, because of the nature of this stuff, I can't just sit on the phone with them and be all like, no, it didn't work. I have to call them back. And so, you know, I call them back. I don't have any of the details of my account. I have to like get those. Uh, I have to ask about them um, and, and write them down and stuff. So it's it's a bit of a hassle for me to call uh, Spectrum. But not that I'm saying I shouldn't. I'm just saying like, it's not like if, if you, Kevin, if you called your ISP, you would have everything you needed to call them, you know? Um, so, so I call them back and I'm like, hey, fucking internet. I've restarted. I've restarted twice. Blah, blah blah they reset the signals it's still not helping is there anything going on and they're like no there's nothing going on um this is your fault man <laughs> your internet's not even slow i'm gaslighting you and i was like what the fuck they're like have you tried resetting your router and i'm like yeah no part of my story was i told you i reset that router like three times <laughs> and they're like oh well that you, it says here that you have your own router it's not it's not our router. It's not a not a spectrum provided router. So that's the problem. And I was like, is it though? Because that seems like just a dead end that you can walk me down and leave me in. You know, like because that's on the table, you're not willing to entertain any other solutions other than, oh, it's my fault for having my own fucking box, you know? And but hey, I took the guy's word for it because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So I go to the place and the, and the yeah i go to the place i go to best buy again i get a a new um i get a new router or a new modem not a router and um a thing about a modem is it has four plugs on the back for ethernet cables but the four plugs don't work <laughs> only one of them works because it's not a router a router you know can split internet signals into different devices but a modem can't apparently the reason why it has ethernet cables is because um 
if you wanted, like you can connect all four cables to your computer and then you'd have four ethernets worth of single internet signal going to that device. Very stupid, whatever. This is, I mean, this is why people have combo router modems and stuff. But when I did that, I was like, oh, well, it can't, it can't talk to the routers that we have, which we use Eero routers um, and ta- and hardwire to my computer, which is kind of how I do streaming and stuff. So it, it worked okay. Um, but it wasn't a solution because it didn't actually plug into our sit- setup that we have. So this happened at like 11. Also, every time you get a new router or modem or whatever the fuck, you got to either go online and activate it using automated service. And every single time in Spectrum, it just didn't work. So every time I had to call again and get him to activate my router to be on hold, whatever. And so I activated my router. It seemed like it was working, but or modem, which wasn't a router. And it seemed like it was working, but I was like, well, I got to get a combo router because what I had is the combo device. And then I swapped it out for a modem. And so that's a bad swap out because you've got to, you want to swap it for a combo. And so the next morning I, I came in, I returned the thing. I was like, Hey man, I want to return this. I want to buy a combo device. And the guy was like, okay, whatever. I don't care. You know, get the fuck out of my face. Um, and so I, I swapped, I swapped them out. I went home. I installed the combo router. I had to call again, had to wait like, uh, on hold for like 10, 20 minutes. And, um, then the internet's going back down and I was, and so I call back this time I have to wait longer. And, um, I'm like, look, I, I bought the new thing that you guys said. And they were like, well, is it a router is a modem? And I was like, it's combo it was what we had before. It's like a new version. It's combo router. They're like, yeah, that's the problem. It can't be a combo router. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I had a modem. Uh, but it's not, it doesn't like, it can't do that. It doesn't have enough plugs. Like, and I have these routers, but the routers only have a couple plugs in them each and I need a hard wire and I need like, I need three ethernet plugs basically. And one of them can go into the router or the routers I have. Um, and they're like, Nope, nothing we could do. It's your fault. Combo device. Uh, fuck you. And so I was like, well, what should we do? And then they were like, fuck you. And then, um, so I call back another time, talk to someone else. Um, and then they're like, wow, this is really fucked up, which is the first time like someone's implied, like I have a problem, not I'm creating the problem. And they're like, we could send a technician. And I was like, sure. Okay, fine. Send a technician. And, um, the, they were like, oh, wow. It looks like we have a technician that can come in one hour, which is insane. Um, and so I was like, great, this is great. This is all my problem. And so then the guy, the guy shows up and he's like, okay, so what we're going to do is replace the modem. And I'm like, I replaced the modem, but I need a combo device. And he's like, no combo device, combo device, bad. And I was like, yeah. And then I replaced the combo device and that's, that's not working. Right. And they're like, yeah, that's the problem. That's your fault. You did a combo device, you piece of shit, you fucking idiot. And, and then I also explained, and also whenever I do this, it works for like a half hour, an hour, and then it dips back down. And then he was like, yeah, that's fine. You know, I'm going to install it. And then, and so he installs it. He didn't even like troubleshoot any other thing. Like that's what pissed me off because like no one is, is willing to entertain the idea that it's anything other than my machines that are fucking it up, which my machines have worked just fine and nothing has changed. They've just all of a sudden stopped working, which means it's a problem with spectrum that no one is willing to admit to me. Um, 
And so he installs the modem. He's like, great, it works. And I was like, great, that's exactly where I've been three or five times by now. You know, um, this isn't a real solution. And he was like, okay, so I'm going to leave. And I was like, well, no, you didn't fix anything. You installed a modem, a thing I did, and you're leaving, but to see before it would, it would, you know, get fixed. And then you'll be gone. I'll have this broken ass modem. I will have to call a technician who's not going to come in an hour, who's going to come in a fucking three weeks or something, you know, and it's none of this is going to be fixed. And you're going to fucking charge me for the modem or whatever and you're gonna charge me a device rental fee i don't fucking know um you know and so he's like well i could take the modem but we're gonna charge you 50 dollars for the service appointment and i'm like that's fine whatever i don't want to be like trapped in like the seventh layer of hell dealing with spectrum telling me like oh you have a device we have a device uh kevin has left uh oh good uh the, at least on my end the, the camera view has been stuck on kevin which i think is better than being stuck on me i don't like looking at myself oh but that is that's just on my end because on a live program view it is it is to me why is it uh, you, you got the yellow box on me i guess that's just my error whatever not important i'm not blaming you i wasn't trying to to scapegoat you just something i noticed um but i'm i'm wrong again as usual uh just like throughout this whole fucking wi-fi saga um so the guy's like, well, we'll take the thing. We're going to charge you 50 bucks. And I was like, well, why you got to charge me 50 bucks? And they're like, well, if we fix it. And I was like, you didn't fix it. You just did one thing and we can't prove it fixed it or not. And he was like, if we fix it and you don't accept the fix, then it's a waste of our time. And I was like, well, you're wasting my time. You're coming here. You're saying you fixed it and you're going to leave and it's not going to be fixed. And, um, you know and then like he called the guy to activate the modem and he's like and put in the notes that the customer refused the modem. it's like you fucking you're not willing you refuse to do anything other than install a new fucking modem which i've already done you know um and so then he leaves i don't know if they're gonna charge me or not uh, if they will i'm gonna go yell at them because this whole thing has been insane but uh you know even if i have to pay 50 bucks it's not the end of the world um so then he took the modem and so now i'm back to square one and i'm like okay <sighs> i had the modem i returned the modem to get the combo router now i have the combo router the combo router is not working but i think the modem did work because i i installed it late last night i didn't i i don't know how late i stayed up to see if the signal stayed high but they, if my memory was they stayed high and um so i'm like okay i'm gonna go back to best buy <laughs> i'm gonna take back the combo router and ask the guy just to give me the same fucking uh modem that i returned that way i don't have to open a new box you know it, it'll be less hassle and and then the mac address is already saved onto onto the my, my account so hopefully it'll have an easier time activating and i won't have to fucking call the place again and um so of course that didn't work um <laughs> uh the other thing was i installed a switch which the guy said that's what i needed is i needed a router or a modem that wasn't a router and a switch and then the switch can split the signal without being a router and then i could route you know every way i can route into the router i can have the modem i can be hardlined i can have it all because i don't want to i don't want to make a worse solution because i'm the only one dealing with this problem i don't want to make my make my internet worse for other people just because it works for me right um so so i i get the router i i come back or the modem I, and i buy a switch i come back i install everything i i have to be on hold for an hour this time although it's like more like 40 minutes because they they answered faster than they said and um so i waited a long time i get the mo modem activated and i talk to the guy and he's he, he tells me like this guy just loves to talk apparently 
not not unlike me um but so he talks to me for like half an hour just kind of telling me how spectrum works and his personal opinions and stuff and his stance is basically that Spectrum's never going to troubleshoot your dev devices because they don't want to set the expectation that we're going to dig into your fucking computer and see what's going on. We'll troubleshoot our devices because we have more insight to that. But, you know, that's all we're going to do. And we're never going to do anything other than look at our devices, even if that's the problem, like even if the problem isn't the devices. So like you should be calling like a PC repair company or like Netgear, which makes your router and they can help you, but they're going to charge you 30 bucks or whatever to, to take your tech support call. And so I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense i guess i just never should have called spectrum for what is obviously a spectrum problem it has nothing to do with my fucking hardware but at least i understood kind of how it worked and it was interesting to talk to him but that whole thing took over an hour just to talk to him get the get the modem back uh, the the modem only back up i have the switch the modem's working okay but then the signal fucking drops back down again um and also the modem is not actually working okay i don't know why i said that because it's not um i i try a bunch of different configurations i go modem hardwired to my computer not good not not even starting good just starting worse than it's been i go modem hardwired to router wi-fi also not good i go modem switch router hardwire uh to my computer neither why neither with the router or the hardwire works with the switch uh, well it works it's just really really low speed both upload and download and so now it's like worse than it was before it was like only the upload was being a problem but now it's download i mean this is an interesting well, i'm almost done uh and so i try like every possible configuration which involves resetting uh the router like re repairing the router with the modem um reconfiguring everything it's a fucking nightmare every time and just after every conceivable convert uh, po possibility none of this shit's working and that's the shit that the guy the, the technician said i needed to do he was like what you need is the modem and the switch and then the you know your routers will work with that and so it's like i'm doing what they told me to do and it just doesn't fucking work and um so i'm like you know <laughs> you know what i'm gonna do I, this is too much. I'm just going to put the router we had before, the combo device, the original one that had the problem, I'm just going to put it back, deal with this all later, you know, figure out a better way forward that because it's like, I don't want to be the only one making any of these decisions unless the solution is objectively better in every dimension, right? Because otherwise it's like someone else is going to have to force to bear my compromise, you know, because I wanted it the way I want it, which is not to me fair. Like, I don't know if other people would be in that in a situation and do the same thing, but I didn't want to do that. So I reinstall everything. Finally, fucking um, this is like 10 p.m. or something and um the signal's back it's it's being fast and i'm like okay it's just gonna dip back down again and then it dipped back down again and i was like okay great well this is where i started it's not worse <laughs> you know it's it's the same device i took everything back to the store again so i didn't actually spend money outside of the gas and whatever the 50 dollars charge from the fucking service technician i guess and um and then at one o'clock the signal just came back and now my internet's fine and it's been fine ever since <laughs> which to me means it was fucking spectrum and no one fucking ever would admit it like 
I, I also probably it means if I didn't do anything at all, it would also be fixed by now. But I don't know. I just and now it's like, well, what even happened? I don't know what happened. Is it going to happen again? Am I going to go through this process? Should I be going through this process now? Because if I can't replicate the problem for some fucking idiot over the phone, they're not going to do anything about it, you know. Um. So it, so it's like I just just exhausted. I also got the vaccine on like uh friday night and so all of yesterday which was most of this story calling i called like five different times i i went to best buy a bunch of times like i was so sore because the vaccine can make you sore um and it was just like my body was just aching and i was just like going back and forth and i didn't eat anything all day it was just a fucking nightmare um but I think all those stories share a theme. I'm just not sure what it is. Do you, you want to guess the theme, Kevin? It's finally your turn to talk. I'm so sorry. Um, I, I kind of feel like the, the theme of the, you know, the, the over- overarching feel of your stories is that other people are screwing with you. You're doing the best you can, despite other people going out of their way not to help you. Yeah, it's like, and, and the other thing is like, uh, dual mindedly, like, I'm like, this person is fucking me. And also, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt the whole way, even though it's because it's like, what else do I do? Because the only other thing I could do is just get really mad and yell and hope that does better, which sometimes it does. And sometimes it doesn't. I don't think I'm a good person for yelling at people. I can be pretty uh, upset. But even then I do it pretty civilly when it's on the phone. I, I try to be matter of fact about it. Just being like, look, man the fucking seventh time i'm calling everybody's telling me the same fucking shit but it's not true (laughs) everybody's lying to me anyway uh but you know what else is frustrating soda (laughs) doesn't even doesn't even make sense um but also i feel like we have the best segues of of any podcast on right now yeah i think so uh we have the the same it's it's a repeat segue uh someone asked any recommendations on games thoughts on stray didn't play stray don't really want to play stray i think it looks good but mechanically it just doesn't seem that interesting to me it's kind of just walking through the game um which for a lot of people that could be good yeah it looks beautiful the world looks really interesting and my understanding is the handling it feels very cat-like so if you're like oh i want to play a game that lets me be a cat i think it's very successful at executing that premise but to me it's like i don't know i like really difficulty platforming you know like oh you have to like mega man or something whereas in this game i'm pretty sure like it doesn't let you do like jumps that'll kill you because no one wants to kill a cat in a video game right you you can't fall like you can't miss a jump mm-hmm. you're, you're either right. gonna see a little x appear that means you can jump or you can't and there's there's no in between which makes a lot of sense. I would I don't dispute that decision, but as a game player, that's not what I'm interested in. You know, um, I'm sure it's a great game. If if you're at all interested with in it, in it, I would I would recommend it. I'm actually between games, which is a hard time while streaming because I just kind of bounce around between a couple of games. But also, I just don't feel like playing games as much because it's like I'm not sucked into anything. So I'm I'm trying to figure out. I have a couple ideas of of what game I want to get sucked into next, but I haven't actually done it yet. Um, but yeah you play any games lately you seem like a busy guy like you seem beyond gaming yeah i i really want to play games but i just i i have no time for it anymore like the like the last game i really got myself sucked into was city skylines have you played that before i thought you were gonna say pong <laughs> pong <laughs> yeah. ladies and gentlemen no what's city skylines it's like sim city you build little cities and roads and transit networks and you know industrial areas and farms and oil rigs mm and bus lines and all that like it's one of those that you can just pick up and put down whatever you want there's no real 
end game to it. It's just a big sandbox where you, you know, either do the best you can to make your citizens really happy or you make their lives miserable you know yeah that makes sense uh, what i've been doing lately is i've been playing a game into the breach which is an old game but they've recently refreshed it i heard about that they they brought new content to it on uh how to just get played the the video game podcast and i was like oh yeah that was fun but that game is really punishing it's like uh it's like a strategy roguelike where your resources are slowly degraded over time which which that those games piss me off because it's like so i'm just perfect i just have to be perfect the whole game otherwise i just lose every time and every time you make a single mistake it's like jesus christ i'm such a fuck up i'm such a piece of shit so like i i always feel really bad playing it anytime i make a bad move i'm like oh fuck you know and and so it's like to me at least there's so many like built-in like feeling i call them feel bads um just like moments where it's just like ugh. like you know i play games to not have feel bads you know i, I you play to like feel a sense of growing mastery if you will um and so it's, it is really fun it does tap into a lot of uh, strategic things i really like in video games but there's there's so many feel bads that it's hard for me to play like longer than a couple rounds uh because it's just like ugh. although i'm getting i'm getting kind of back into the groove of it and also i've been playing pokemon unite which is like league of legends but pokemon um which that's pretty fun um but those games are like it can be really fun when you're winning and when you're losing you like want to kill yourself and you're like what the fuck am i even doing you know um which which that that i've done a little bit i've been doing i i played a couple days where i just kept losing and i don't think it was my fault it's just the those that in pokemon unite it's like easier than league of legends but it always seems like there's just one team that's just completely stomping the other it never feels close one way or the other and uh it's fun i play as wigglytuff and wigglytuff's main main attack that i use is double slap and so you just go around slapping people over and over and over and it's really funny to just to be like whack 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 and uh she can also uh roll around as like a big ball and bounce off the walls and stuff so if you like get someone in like a corridor you can like go bing 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 and hit them a bunch of times so it's pretty fun um and it's fun just playing with pokemon and being like i'm a pokemon and fighting pokemon and stuff so it, it is a fun game if you're into league of legends games and it's it's easier than those um but i don't know that i recommend it it has a lot of like daily quests and stuff and every time you log in you gotta like click in a hundred different things to be all like oh you logged in once click okay and it's just like and so there's notifications everywhere and i'm a completionist with notifications so like you spend like 10 minutes just going through all these screens clearing all the notifications and that sucks that's like the worst part of the game but i can't ignore it like a normal person um anyway uh what do you want to try first uh, i feel like either way it's like if we try the soda first it'll it'll mess with the the candy flavor and vice versa do you have a preference for what we should start with maybe we uh, start with the dream world just because yeah. that's like the most interesting yeah i think that's a good start yeah dream world coca-cola folks coke creations has been coming out with uh with with new flavors of soda they came out with the starlight that we tried on the podcast they also came out with uh bite b-y-t-e tastes like pixels is what they said haven't got one of those don't know what it tastes like they also came out with marshmallow uh the the musician mar not marshmallow flavor and that soda is zero calories it's supposed to be strawberry watermelon i believe i haven't tried that i have those in my fridge though um i have already tried this and done a review on my patreon patreon.com slash the sixler if you want to if you want to get the 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 scoop um and i'm going to make sure to describe it much worse in this one because you're not paying for it <laughs> but but yeah uh so i have tried this one before um 
but it's interesting and uh i think that's all the flavors and i think they're done i mean maybe next year they're going to come out with new flavors but i'm pretty sure these are the last this is the last flavor that they're rolling out this year from coke creations which has been very interesting to say the least do you do you have a guess on what this tastes like i mean dream it's supposed to taste like dream it says dream flavored on the bottle um yeah what does I that mean, mean? I, my guess is something sweet like if, if i had to just totally oh, a sweet guess. soda that's insane well, like, like cotton candy is kind of sweet right. like you know that that would be kind of be my guess of what dream would taste like but that's probably i agree when when you hear dream you think cotton candy i think like maybe bubble gum or something but like cotton candy i think is where your mind goes and i also think like i don't know like rainbows you know like but I also think like caramel for some reason. I don't know why. Well, I have to talk to my therapist. I don't have a therapist. Uh, but but you know that's just kind of where my mind goes with that. But let's crack one open. And I've already tried this, so I think Kevin should go first this time. I think if that's cool with you, Kevin. Yes. Let me let me give this up here. Okay. It smells. It smells like almost mango with Coke a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes kind of, some kind of a, a tropical fruity, like an orange fruit of some kind definitely tropical but yeah i agree that mango seems like the top note like i think yeah. that's the most clear note to me although other people have disagreed with the mango of it all all right i'm gonna taste it now yeah i mean it tastes more pineapple than mango i think mm -hmm. um but again it's very tropical not not at all what i would have expected a dream to taste like Right. That's the thing. You taste this and you're like, this is not dream flavor. This is not, this is not what I think of when I think of dreams in any sense. Right. I, I have no idea what dream would taste like, but it's not this. It's not mm -hmm. bad. It's actually, it's, it's actually, you know, kind of summery, kind of like very summery hot day out by the pool, drinking this kind of thing. I like it, but it's not dream flavored. Yeah. I think it's nice and sippable. Um, kind of like the mango gem, which, you know, it is kind of mango-y. So I think that's part of it. I think there's a lot of fruits going on. Uh, pineapple is interesting. I think I get that. Um, but you know, different fruit notes are kind of obscuring any mango flavor. It's, I think mango is probably the strongest flavor that I could pick out. And I've heard other people say passion fruit, which I can't, I don't I can't think of passion fruit. Um, but you know, it's interesting. Um, people have said it tastes like uh, fruit stripe gum, you know, the gum with the zebra or, or juicy fruit gum is another thing people taste have said. And I think that's, that's good because juicy fruit just has this vague kind of tropical flavor, you know? Yeah. And that's also, to me, the biggest thing, right? Just a vague tropical flavor. Yeah. I'm also thinking maybe just a little bit of like apple or pear, like, like a mm -hmm, less mm -hmm. tropical, you know, something like that. Maybe now that you mentioned, I definitely get like some amount of apple, which I, I think of as like a brownish flavor. I don't know. Like, uh, you know, j to me, it kind of has like a brown flavor to, to it. Apple does, I guess, cause apple juice is brown. Um, but yeah, I definitely get apple. Um, the, the other thing to know is, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't get Coke. Like there's no Coke, like Coke starlight at least had Coke in it. Like there is Coke yes. flavors, whereas this does not. Right. No, I, I wouldn't have guessed like this was a Coke drink. Right. Which is weird because it's so dark. I think it throws you off having like a dark flavor with no kind of caramel kind of uh, cola notes to it. Right. Very strange. Um, but but yeah, what else? Uh, I don't know. Who cares? Uh, I to me, it feels very close. Well, it's not. But like to me, the closest comparison I have is to mango Pepsi. But we've talked a lot about mango Pepsi on the podcast. And right. I think that like mango Pepsi 
is like way better than this. I would so much rather have Mego Pepsi uh, yeah. than this. Not to say it's bad. It's just like, I don't know. To me, again, like Coke is good. Coke is better than like cherry Coke or vanilla Coke. But sometimes it's like, well, I'll reach for a cherry Coke. You know, it's like, I want something different. Yeah. To me, it's Starlight. Sweet. Yeah. To me, Starlight was like that too. Whereas Starlight is undeniably worse than Coke. But it's like sometimes like, hey, maybe I'll go for a Starlight, get some like graham cracker flavor. You know, that could be interesting. Whereas this, I don't like, I don't think I'd reach for this in in instead of a Coke or even like really anything. Like, I don't think I'd go for a fruit soda and be like, hey, let's try a Dream World. You know, I think I think you'd just be like, no, let's just go for a strawberry Fanta or something. You know, definitely rather have the mango Dr. Pepper than or the mango do than this, too. Um, but it's, yeah. it's not bad. It's just like, what is it, what's it trying to go for? Like, where does it fit into my life? You know, I, like some of these we've tried, like I've had a craving for weeks later, like the, the twisted apple mm -hmm. mountain dew is, is one that I've, I've wanted. Oh, again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this, I, it's not bad, but after today, I'm not going to ever remember this again. Yeah, exactly. Anytime I've been like, Hey, what if I get another dream world? And then I have it. I'm like, this was the wrong choice. <laughs> I shouldn't have gone back with this. <laughs> it's not good. Um, all right. Well, Kevin, our next soda is Sunotori Lemon. And do you want to talk about, do you want to tell the class why you didn't bring your Sunotori Lemon? Um, I, I had all these in a box and uh, I believe that's the one that leaked and ruined a few things. So mm. I had one. Um, the contents spilled out, ruined the box. Everything got a little bit moldy. So we tossed the whole thing. So I'm, I'm was, not going to experience this one. And that was a box of state secrets, correct? Yes. Yes. All top secret. You, you got them from Donald Trump. It, you get one every time you stay at one of his hotels, you get a little gift bag. And that was, that's the, that's the thing. It's like, it's surprising that it took so long for like the FBI to get involved in that because it's like for like months, there was just like a, a consolation prize or a goodie bag you get for going to Mar-a-Lago as they just hand you this this kind of gift bag full of secret documents. <laughs> like it, it's a surprise that it took so long for that to get out. But it has a very lemon taste like or smell to it, like lemon uh, oil, like when you squeeze a lemon rind or something like like real lemon as opposed to kind of lemon flavoring or lemon lime kind of flavoring, which is typical in America. Very, very kind of strong scent. Mm. Ah, it's just lemon juice there's i mean obviously i did have a very sweet drink so you know it's going to taste less sweet but you ever get those lemon juices that come in like a lemon shaped container yeah it really just tastes like that but carbonated watered down a little bit but like it's just like yeah it's just, it's just lemon juice but you're drinking more I'm dedicated to my art, you know, okay. it has a very little bitterness, which is probably like rind or, or, you know, the oils and stuff, which citrus oils are relatively bitter. It's not good, but I don't know. What else are we doing? Right. You know, that's all. What do you want? What do you want next? Um, I'm intrigued by the giant Skittles. They, the only premise they so I'm gonna hold this up. The only premise they have is that they're three times bigger than regular Skittles, which, I mean, isn't it very common to to crack open a pack of of Skittles and be like, I just wish these were bigger. Like they're so small, right? These Skittles lentils, and don't call them Skittles. They are Skittles lentils. That's true. All right. 
so I got one of these and it's maybe a little bit bigger than like a peanut M&M. Yeah. And lumpy um, too. Surprisingly lumpy. Yeah. Yeah, the Skittles can sometimes get like that, but it's not as common. I don't see an S on either side no. of this. But well, where are these from? Um, Indonesia. What? Okay. No, I don't know. I mean, it says MarsCo.uk. And okay, these were selling by Joel, a fan. <clears throat> and if you're a fan... I would generally say don't try and send us food. That's very suspicious, very suspicious thing to do, even if it's sealed. But I do appreciate Joel for sending us these snacks. So without when they're smaller, you get more of the hard shell, right? Right. Whereas this is a lot more of the gumminess, which is interesting. It's kind of like a truer flavor. But at the same time, I think like there's something about normal size Skittles where the uh where the shell kind of contributes to the flavor, where you get less of it. It's kind of like a fruitier, maybe a little bit more mild. Um, I had the, the thing is, I believe that these are all individually flavored, but whenever you have Skittles, it just kind of tastes like Skittles. Like I just pour a bunch into my mouth and it just kind of all gels together, you know? Um, having the grape one, it didn't, well, maybe that's not grape though, because these are British. Yeah, it's blackcurrant. So, so yeah, I had a blackcurrant one actually. So, so that's actually way different. It definitely didn't taste like like uh, grape, and I was like, "What, what the fuck's going on?" But that's why it was blackcurrant. Um, I'm gonna try lemon. Let's see what this yeah. tastes like. I tried orange, and it, it yeah, it tasted like orange. Let's let's try lemon. It still tastes like Skittles. Yeah, that's the thing. I think orange kind of seeps through all the Skittles. You know, um, I don't want to like chew right into a mic. But I think orange is kind of the dominating flavor of most Skittles when you eat yeah. them all together, you know? The ratio of, like, crunchy shell to innards does change the whole profile of it, though. Like, this is this is definitely a different experience eating it. Yeah, um, it's hard to say that one is better or worse, right? Do you have a preference? Because I, I don't know that I like this better, but I also, I would never say I like it worse, you know? I could see me just sitting here eating more of these because it's less, I don't know, my jaw gets tired eating regular Skittles, and that's not going to happen. Yeah. Me too. So I feel I like I'd eat more of these. I agree 100%. You want to go for a purple one? See if you can try the blackcurrant one? Because that's a pretty, you know, non-standard flavor in the American palate. And Kevin, of course, has crisp audio. And I have mine disabled because I'm stupid. Um, so, you know, you can't hear Kevin's, uh, his chewing sounds because Kevin has evolved. Kevin's choking. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That does taste different. Like I, that doesn't taste like the same citrus that the other two I've tried so far. It does. That does have like a a berry kind of, almost like a plum taste to it. Yeah, like plum. I mean, it's not blackberry, but it kind of has like a, and it's not as uh, tangy as like blackberry or raspberry, but it does have kind of like more of that kind of sweetness of like a blackberry or straw or raspberry or something i don't know hard to hard to explain it's hard to explain truly unique flavors right because they just it taste is. like themselves you know yeah i like I will, these I, I i would almost say i like these better than regular skittles yeah i think i'm coming around yeah you can't really i don't think like this package i guess it's just because it's you know not for fat ass americans but if you put all these in your mouth 
it would be less than if you put all the normal size Skittles in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, even the package is just way smaller. How many grams is this? 45 grams. Do the math. Um, but but yeah, I think I yeah, I think I think I give the slight edge to these ones. <sighs> but the clock's blinking 12. When the clock runs out of time, it should blink 12 instead of zero 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 zero. That would be pretty funny. I don't that would know be a very shrub thing to happen. Yeah, like yeah. an old VCR. Yeah, man, you gotta get the clock to go into yeah, that L C D kind of font. Um so I guess we don't have time for these Haribo Fruitalicious, 30% less sugar, which, uh, you know, maybe next time. Or, we'll you know, maybe not. Next time, uh, next week on the show, we're going to have three more stories that you have to guess the theme to because I'm just going to talk for 50 uninterrupted minutes. Um, you should do two truths and a lie, and we'll see if we can guess which the lie is. That sounds good. See, that's a segment, and segments are really good. Um, I don't know. I've been saying I want to do a podcast where we have guests call in or whatever with dreams that they've had, and I try to interpret the dreams because it's fun to interpret dreams. I stream on Twitch, and sometimes uh, I interpret dreams on the Twitch, and it's really fun to me. Uh, I don't know. It's another way I can make myself feel good and special is uh, interpreting dreams. So, hey, if you're listening to this, call in on Sunday at 5.30. And by call in, I guess, go to the bad Discord and talk to Kevin or I don't know. We'll figure it out. I think it'll involve being in the bad Discord, though. So if, if you want to get your dream interpreted, uh, brave the horrors, unimaginable, and uh, check check us out live next week um yeah i've talked about all the things patreon twitch you know it's just the slash the sixler on both of them oh i have a youtube channel i've been putting the the videos the video reviews after a little bit i put them up on youtube i'm trying to get more people to look at my youtube videos um it's fun you know it's like if you're you know if you can't support me um on patreon which i totally get it you know it's fine i get it it's fine it's fine i get it um, I know it's it's fucked up out here. It's, it's the world's fucking ending. Um, but you know you don't have to have money to check out my YouTube videos, and you can watch the stuff essentially you know for free without having to pay me money. So you know check out it's I think it's just YouTube.com/slash/the-sixler and and check out my videos. I try to do the D and D stuff um, to a lesser extent. But the D&D stuff has been slow because I'm doing it with a guy named Ryan Kunk, and he is working himself to death on a production where it's just a really hard shoot. It's hard production. Some, you know, there's easier shoots and there's harder shoots, and he's on one that he's working fucking impossible hours, and uh, and he's dead the whole weekend, and <laughs> so we can't do anything, and then he has to go back to work. Um, so, you know, there, there'll probably be... be some D and D stuff coming up soon, but not not super likely. And we've we've probably talked too much. This is probably way way past our time. What about you, Kevin? What's coming up next or whatever? Um, so we're showing a show that I can't name because we're trying not to get in trouble for showing this. Um, but it was a show that Harmon and Schraub and Ryan Ridley and a bunch of other people all worked on that aired very briefly on a cable channel. 
Um, so we're showing that every other week on Schraub Home Video. And then after that is Real Life Sci-Fi and then one of Rob Schraub's Found Crap. So that's on yeah. com every Sunday. That's the interesting thing. The the one, uh, what do you call it? The one thing tying together all of all of the offerings on Schraub Home Video is that they're all illegal. <laughs> it's all illegal. Um, but, and also, uh, you know, we like to end the show the same way every single time. So as always, thanks Mar Miranda or Miranda, who's just joined the Patreon. 